You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Do more of what you love in 2023. Meetup is the place where passions meet friendships. With communities for every interest, you're bound to find new friends. There are thousands of Meetup events happening every day. Download the Meetup app and join in. Hey everybody, it's Adam, live and in person for you. Hey everybody, it's Adam, wonder who he'll interview. Hey everyone, it's Call Me Adam, and on today's episode of Bearing It All with Call Me Adam, we are speaking with actress, comedian, author, Julie Halston, who is currently making them laugh in Tootsie at the Marriott Marquis, and she's returning to Birdland on October 3rd with an all-new show. Hi, Julie. Hi, how are you, Adam? I'm well. Thank you for coming on the show. It's always a pleasure to see you and to be on your show. Yes, I always love talking to you. So let's jump right in. Uh, It's been two years since your last show at Birdland and our last interview. So what has been some of the biggest changes for you in these past two years? Well, not to make people feel bad, but the biggest change, of course, is that my husband, Ralph Howard, uh, passed away last August. And for the last two years, I haven't really been able to concentrate on writing a new show. Uh, I was taking care of him uh, primarily. And then... After he passed away, I went off to Chicago to do Tootsie, and I was there for almost three months, I guess. Yeah. And, uh, and of course, now we're on Broadway doing Tootsie. So it's been a, a very challenging year, but also a very rewarding year in many ways um, because of Tootsie. So um, I thought to myself, hey, maybe now's the time. And, of course, Jim Caruso, who, you know, Mr. Birdland, uh, kept pushing me, hey, come back, come back to Birdland. So I'm doing a show called Judge Julie Presiding because uh, people who know me know that I'm rather judgmental. Uh, I feel I'm always right, even when I'm wrong. Uh, So, um, you know, I, I, I feel like I'm a very judgmental person, but I hope in a positive way. And um, so I started writing again and um, hopefully to incorporate both a new slant on the old material and also some new material, things that I've never discussed before. There's also apparently uh, a lot of new people coming to this show because, for example, my Tootsie cast, Mm -hmm. a lot of them have never seen me before in my comedy you know, guys, they've only seen me on uh, the theater stage, either in a Charles Bush show or on Broadway or as Bitsy Von Muffling in Sex and the City. But they don't know me as a comic comedian actress doing her own stand up. So um, I'm very excited because there'll be a lot of my old fans, which is great. And yet a lot of new people. So I'm very excited to do not only my new material, but also, uh, you know, some of my famous readings. Mm -hmm. What I do love is introducing people to, you know, sort of the crazy world of Julie Halston. Mm -hmm. And, And one of the things we'll be exploring in this show is that life is a very tricky balancing act. 
And since I've had a very challenging couple of years, I will be talking about, you know, the light and the darkness of the world, uh, which I hope is very profound. But, you know, as I say to people, you know, I'm, I'm actually very shallow, but I'm deeply shallow. I'm deeply shallow. So if you're interested in being deeply shallow, you know, you should see my show. Yeah. I love being deeply shallow. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's why we get along so well. I, I think so, too. Yeah. yeah. All the things that you, um, you know, are interested in, I'm interested in, too. And, you know, as I said to the cast last night, um, they said, how are you preparing for your, you know, return engagement? I said, well, I just got a boatload of Botox, which I did yesterday. And that prepares me. Once I know that my forehead cannot move, I'm ready. You see what I'm saying yes. here? Yes. So uh, I'm ready. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. It has not moved once. That hasn't moved, and there's no lines. No, nothing. There's no there lines. It's it, exactly, yes, and that's anything. that's what you want yes. in a comedian. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, so people have actually said to me, "Don't you worry about Botox because you know it, people won't know what, how you're feeling." And I'll I always say to them, "You know, I'll tell you how I'm <laughs> feeling, right. and I'll look better doing it." Right. So there you go. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, actually, that leads me to a question I was going to say for later, but we're going to jump to it now. In our last interview in 2017, which we did about your last Birdland show, yes. which was called Life, Death and Filler, um, I had asked you, how are you going to fill the time between life and death? Meaning, what do you still want to accomplish? And you had mentioned a house in Connecticut, filler on your face and uh, losing that last five pounds. So, well, I obviously know where you are with the filler because you just got it. But where are you with the house and losing those last five pounds? Well, the house is still in the future um, because I've actually just redid my apartment, um, repainted and things like that. But um, the last five pounds have been, that was accomplished. Yeah. Um, yes. So I'm very excited about that. And here's the good news. Uh, the good news is that when you do eight a week of a Broadway musical um, and you don't eat a lot, <laughs> the last five pounds will happen. Yeah. Um, but it, I think it's also because even though I don't really move that much in Tootsie, just doing eight a week of a Broadway musical, you're busy. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I will say I am trying to be healthier I've been going to the gym more. You do need stamina yeah. when you're doing a Broadway musical. I don't know how Santino Fontana is doing it. And his wife is about to give birth any minute. Oh and you'd think he was giving birth, right. but um, I don't know how he's doing it. And still sounding amazing and moving and that voice and getting in and out of all the costumes he has to get in and out of. He's really a, a hero and a warrior. Uh, but yeah, and I also think too that keeping busy has really helped me this last, like I said, challenging year. And um, I love the cast. Yeah. We have a lot of fun together. Laughing helps. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, just they call me Zippy Halston at the, <laughs> at the, at the theater, which I love because it, it does sound like a Bitsy Von Mufflin yeah. character, yeah. Zippy Halston. And, um, I, I, I'm always sort of running around. I'm always doing something. And I think that really has helped me both mentally and physically. Yeah. So the house is still a little far off, 
but I did accomplish the other two. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, bringing it back to um, bringing it back to the show. So um, your last Birdland show, which we did just mention, uh, was was happened a few months right after your mom passed away. And now this show is a little over a year after Ralph passed away. So how do you continue to find the funny among all this heartache? Well, interestingly, uh, Ralph was a very funny guy and he loved when I did do my comedy act. He just loved it. And he always encouraged me, you know, get back out there, get back out there. So uh, on a certain level, it's kind of an homage Mm -hmm. to him. Uh, my mother was hilarious. She was part of my act for so many years. I do miss her. It's very interesting. Uh, I was walking home from the theater, uh, you know, just a couple of nights ago. And I was thinking about my mom because, uh, she was the one who wanted to see Hamilton when she was 92 years old because she happened to see Lin-Manuel Miranda on one of those morning shows, you know, and she was like, oh, just get me tickets for that. You know, I was like, mom, do you understand that it's like a phenomenon and like presidents can't get in, you know? And she was like, oh, call Sammy, call Sammy Rudy. Well, I did. And of course we got my mother in, which was amazing. And I, right across the street from the Marriott Marquis is Freestyle Love Supreme. And that will be Lin-Manuel Miranda's new show. And I thought, wouldn't it be funny if my mom would call me today and say, like, I don't understand these rappers, you know, but I, I want to see that freestyle thing. And it would be a riot to watch my, you know, 93-year-old mom. Uh, and I, she just, she still brings me a lot of joy when I think about all the things she said over the years and all the things that I can hear her still saying. So in a way, um, it doesn't, bring me sadness it actually brings me a lot of joy and um you know i i talk to them all the time i'm sure my neighbors think i'm just crazy and the cats are like stop you know but i talk to them all the time and i find it very comforting and rather inspiring so yeah yeah i think that's going to help a lot of people who may be going through a similar situation to see how you take such a positive spin on it i i really do and and uh you know when you really uh, think about life, death, and filler. <laughs> um, you know, all of these passages that we are going through as older people or even younger people, uh, it's part of life. Yeah. We have to come to grips with it. The loss is very immeasurable sometimes and, you know, terribly, terribly disappointing on, on many levels. And yet, I also feel that there was so much joy with my mom and Ralph uh, that I'm just going to remember all that kind of stuff and the joy. And I still do a lot of things that like Ralph was obsessed with the theater. Mm -hmm. So I go to the theater all the time and I think about him and I think about what he would like or what he wouldn't Mm -hmm. agree with perhaps or whatever. And my mom was the same. They both gave me such encouragement and support and the love of theater was really from my mom. Mm. So uh, I just feel all of this is just an homage, yes. you know? Yes, it's wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, what do you miss most about Ralph? 
Oh, he made me laugh. I mean, he really, really made me laugh. Uh, just little things. And also that voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had the most mellifluous, beautiful voice. And uh, But all his archives are now at the Paley Center for Media Studies. Oh, so I'm wonderful. very excited because people can actually hear that voice. Uh-huh. And um, I actually have many, many tapes of Ralph, and I do listen to them, and I find them very comforting. Uh, he had such a great voice, and it was interesting. I got a number of calls from relatives of his and, you know, his cousin and his best friend uh, on 9-11 because he really kept this city together on 9-11. And um, so I was, it was very um, heartening and, and very moving that people uh, contacted me. Uh, about that they were thinking of Ralph. So, um, but, you know, uh, it's all about, for me, dare I say, uh, the humor. I mean, he was was such a funny guy and just a sweet, kind, lovely guy, but very, very funny. He made me laugh. And um, so I'm I'm very happy to make others laugh, Mm -hmm. but a lot of times comics don't have other people who make them laugh. And he made me laugh a lot. So I was just gonna say it must. He, I mean, to to make someone who is such a comedian laugh, it's a real feat. So yeah, yeah, yeah. he made me laugh a lot. Yeah. Um, whenever we would disagree with something, uh, about something, you know, he'd get he would just sort of look at me and he would just say, "All right, what else, Helen?" <laughs> you know, as if he was like in like you know the honeymooners right, or something, right. or, or just crazy idiosyncratic things that he would say to me, and I would just howl. Um, <laughs> You know, or he'd sort of look at me a strange way when I would say something. He'd go, mm-hmm, and he'd make this weird face. And I would just love it. And I would be like, okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay, that won't happen. That won't happen. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's uh, I'll never forget uh, when he was in New York Press and he was, he was really uh, very gravely ill. He was ever the newsman. Mm-hmm. And we were watching Rachel Maddow and you know and he liked Rachel Maddow but you know sometimes she gets a little like very lectury and very preachy and he was very weak at that point but he kind of sat up and he was like stop yelling Rachel we hear you (laughs) and I just burst out laughing and I thought ever the newsman yeah you know and uh it was it was really kind of great so we and we both just had a big giggle about it That's wonderful. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Febreze is a proud partner of Can't Cancel Pride. However you choose to express yourself, Febreze has the perfect scent to make your home even more fabulous in your own unique way. Have an amazing pride from Febreze. 
Um, as as um, now, so as they watch over you in this upcoming show, what do you think will make them laugh most? And do you think you'll have any material that would make their jaw drop with like, how could she say that similar to like a, a Joan Rivers? Oh, my God. Moment. Well, I do think that Ralph will absolutely love the new wedding announcement that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, my jaw drops with it. <laughs> it's so cray cray. Um, and I think he would love it because he loved those wedding yeah. announcements, the New York Times wedding announcements. And this is a new one. So I'm very excited to to reveal it. Yeah. And it's always a highlight of your show. Yeah, yeah, it really is, yeah. I think. Um, the one thing that they might be like, oh, is she really going to talk about that? Is um, sometimes uh, in my life, uh, I, can't, I don't want to reveal too yeah, much, yeah. but like when I've been unhealthy in my life mm-hmm. and I've done sort of crazy things, mm-hmm. I think my mom particularly would be like, why didn't I know about this? I would have called the doctor. Do you know what yes, I mean? Yes, I do. So yeah. um, that might be a little jaw dropping for her. But um, a lot of it is, you know, uh, celebrity stuff, mm-hmm. you know, because I love to drop names. Yes. And I also know a lot of celebrities. So, and, you know, many of them are wonderful, dear people. And some of them, you know, belong in a state (laughs) hospital. I mean, come on, it's celebrities. Uh, So uh, I think that will be great. Um, But yeah, I think they're, you know, their energies are watching over. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun. One of the things I'm a little um, not really concerned with Mm -hmm. because I have some time. But, you know, again, being a deeply shallow person, what am I going to wear? Yes. I mean, it's very important, as we know, and, and and there are people who come to my show to see what is she going to wear. Now, obviously, you know, I can't even compare to Billy Porter, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, right, right. you know, I've Billy, some of his outfits recently. I mean, they are fantastic. They're unbelievable. Yeah. And I just adore him. And, you know, just the Billy Porter, right. you are my idol. Uh, but. I always like to present in a rather glamorous fashion. And, you know, now that the face is working uh, or not working. It's working. It's working. um, I have to figure out what I'm going to wear. Because I I, I have to say that when I figure out what the image is that I want to present, it actually helps me uh, with the material. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I, I want to be you know, the sort of wacky girl this time, or this time I want to be very Bitsy Von Muffling, Mm. or do I want to be just, you know, the classic lady? Mm. And it does help me figure out how I'm going to present the material. Mm. So it's an interesting thing. I mean, I am definitely of the British school of acting, Mm. which is find the physical first. Um, I'm about as method as this coffee table, <laughs> to be quite honest. But 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 the fact is, they're both two schools of of acting that can work. Yes. And um, you know, I think it was Laurence Olivier. Do you believe that I'm talking about Laurence Olivier? <laughs> Laurence Olivier said that when he found the nose of a character, mm-hmm. he would. But for me, it's just the sort of overall look, and then I can uh, figure out the underpinnings underneath that. Yes. So yes. yeah. 
Well, I can't wait to see what it's going to be. I'm I'm excited. Yeah. I am. I'm really excited. It's been two years, yes. and I'm very happy to be back. We do have to talk a little bit about Tootsie. Yeah. Um. So what what initially made you want to audition for Tootsie? Well, little known fact, I didn't audition for Tootsie, which is a lovely. It was an ask. It was offer only. Oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Offer only. Um. No, what happened was, and it's a very moving story, actually. Uh, I had worked with Scott Ellis. I've worked with him a number of times, and I absolutely worship him. I, he's act, He really is one of my favorite people to work with. Yeah. He's he's very efficient. He's very smart. He's very trusting of actors. I just love him. Uh, and uh, he gets me, you know. So what was happening is they had done a number of workshops of Tootsie. I didn't even know about this. You know, I'm a, I'm a pretty, you know, savvy person. I think I know everything, but I didn't even know about these workshops. The character of Rita Marshall, who is the producer, the one I play, she was very sketchy. Robert Horn, our Tony award-winning book writer, hadn't really figured out what he wanted from that character yet. And they were sort of casting about, they, they didn't know what they wanted and so they had a few people in mm-hmm. and I guess they just weren't finding the rhythms mm-hmm. for her and I was in the throes of really being a primary caregiver to Ralph and I wasn't really working very much uh, because it was getting really difficult yeah. and I was sitting literally on this couch watching the PBS News Hour, Ralph was actually sleeping. The phone rang, it was Scott Ellis, and he was like, hey honey, how are you? What's going on? I was like, what's going on? Not much. And he was like, well, I don't know how to say this, but we're doing this workshop of Tootsie. We don't really know what we have in terms of this character. I feel kind of weird asking you to come in and read this character. I don't know if it's two lines, 200 lines, no lines, I, I, I just, would you sort of help us out? We're trying to figure it out. I said, for you, Scott, I will do anything, you know, because after you can't take it with you, which is where he gave me the freedom to climb those stairs and, and, and kind of hijack the show for a minute. (laughs) Um, and it was so generous. Um, I said, for you, I'll do anything. I don't care if it's two lines or 200. Mm -hmm. So I went in, I didn't know who Robert Horn was. Mm -hmm. He was sort of sitting in the back, listening to everybody. I came in, I started reading the words that he had on the page, and I saw Robert Horn, and again, I didn't know if he was like an assistant choreographer or something, I didn't know who he was. I saw this guy laughing a lot. Every time I opened my mouth, he was laughing. And, but I didn't really know what this was about. Mm -hmm. But you know, I think what I brought were the sort of traditional Jewish vaudeville rhythms, which are very specific. Mm -hmm. And that is the way Robert Horn writes, Mm -hmm. specifically for Rita Marshall. At the end of the whole workshop, I just was kind of standing there and Scott Ellis pulled me aside and he said, so you want to go to Broadway with Tootsie? And I just looked at him and he said, oh, here, meet Robert. And Robert said, I'm going to write for you. Oh, my God. And I called the home care aide that was taking care of my husband. And I said, can you stay an extra 15 minutes? Mm -hmm. And she said, of course. And I walked home 
from 34th Street to 55th Street all the way home because I was so happy and moved and I had I was very teary but I knew that my life was going to take a really different turn because mm. it had been very challenging yeah. and uh, I was thrilled and when I got home I said Ralph I, I, I just got a Broadway show I'm going to be back on Broadway in Tootsie and he said well that's my girl and I just that was it mm. I know I mean, I mean, you. I mean, come on. Yeah. It yeah. really doesn't get yeah. more moving than that. No. And, and that was it. And so Tootsie will forever be in my heart mm -hmm. so strongly. Yeah. Uh, Gypsy was the same way with me. I was so moved when I got into Gypsy, and I'm so moved that I'm doing Tootsie. I, I love being on Broadway, yes, of, course, of course. But um, then there was stories about how you do these things mm -hmm. and this one is particularly moving so uh and of course what is amazing about Tootsie too is everyone in that show is at the top of their game yeah. I mean when Robert accepted his Tony award and said I get to write for this incredible cavalcade of comedians and comic clowns he's not kidding mm -hmm. John Bellman, Andy Grotelush, and Sarah Stiles, Reg Rogers, Mike McGraw. I mean, you know, myself, I, I'll put her myself in there. But, you know, Lily Cooper. I mean, we're, we're, it's incredible. Yeah. And every night the audience goes cuckoo pants. And why wouldn't they? It's hilarious. It, I, mean, I laughed for two and a half hours straight when I saw that show. Yeah. Yeah. Every night when John Bellman says, Yes, it's a little infected. You know, you'll have to come see it to see yeah, what I'm talking yeah. about. I am backstage howling. Yeah. Every time Mike McGraw does the reveal scene, mm -hmm. I watch it every night. Mm -hmm. I watch it. I watched it every night in Chicago. I watch it every night in New York. I laugh every night. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's a great show. It's so good. And um, I mean, everybody should come see it. For, like you said, for everybody, because the cast is one of the funniest casts I've seen on Broadway. Everyone made me laugh in that show. Yeah. yeah. And also we have the wonderful ensemble. Dennis Jones did a beautiful yeah. job. It's just, you know, these are these, you know, these crazy talented people. They sing, they dance, they act. Um, Leslie, Leslie Flesner, I mean, she is Sarah Stiles' understudy. She has gone on as Sandy Lester. She's amazing. She's amazing. Plus, she's dancing, she's doing, she's singing. I mean, it's just like, I don't know how they do it. Yeah. But um, it's just incredible. And it's a, it's a real privilege to go to work every day and see these people. Plus, you know, dare we say, there's not a bitch in the bunch. You know, I, I think I'm the bitch. <laughs> I must be the bitch in the bunch. But there really is. There's, you know, they're just all fantastic. That's wonderful. Yeah. That's wonderful. And knowing a lot of them, I can agree with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's great. Yes. Yes. Well, now let's um let's combine uh two of your characters together. So um we're gonna combine Rita Marshall from Tootsie and Bitsy Von Muffling from Sex and the City. So if Bitsy came in to audition for the show that is in Tootsie, like. Because yes. it's the show within the show. How do you think Rita would react to her? 
Well, I suspect that Rita would actually know who Bitsy Von Muffling was. Uh, and she might be like, well, she, she's married to a gay man, which Bitsy was. Right, that's right. Um, all right, good luck to you, Bitsy. But I think she would uh, also admire Bitsy because she'd be like, well, uh, she's she loves the artistic, clearly, and she has money. And Rita is always searching for investors yeah. because, as as Rita Marshall says, I've got $12 million riding on this show, none of it mine, <laughs> because a good producer does not invest their own money. So uh, I think Rita would have a um, – I think Rita might feel a little sorry for Bitsy on a certain level because it's like, oh, well, she married a piano player. You know, Bobby <laughs> yeah. Fine was – but but um, she's she loves the artistic, and she's rich, and let's face it, she's gotten good acupuncture, yeah. and she did have a child. Yeah. Uh, so she, I think she has a double-edged sword with Bitsy, but I think ultimately they would get on. Yeah. I think they would get on. Because, you know, let's face it, they're women of a certain ilk. Mm -hmm. They wear the same kind of clothes. Yeah. Um, Although I, I think Rita is, is happy that she probably didn't have children, you know, kept her figure. Yeah. Uh, but um, I think there's some ad grudging admiration. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Mm -hmm. um, well, we're already at the end of the interview, which I can't believe. I can't either. We could talk for hours. We could. Well, I always end my podcast interviews uh, with playing off of the title of my podcast, Bearing It All with Call Me Adam. So if you were to bear it all, what is something you would reveal about yourself that you have not told previously? Hmm. Well, I have revealed this, but some people don't know that I actually enjoy baking. Mm. That's that's the only domestic wow. thing. But I also, all right, I'll tell you something I've never told people. I enjoy doing laundry. I never knew that. Uh, exactly. I enjoy doing laundry. Um, I like to see something dirty, uh -huh. then get clean, uh -huh. and then, you know, uh, it, it's it's very immediate. It's yeah. like comedy. You make them laugh, you get an immediate reaction. Yes. I, I feel the same way about laundry. I, I don't do it often. Mm -hmm. I will say that. Sometimes others do it. Mm -hmm. But uh, but when I do it, I feel a great sense of accomplishment. Uh what else would somebody not know about me? Uh, I'm I'm kind of lazy, actually. Really? I know people call me Zippy Halston, yeah. but I there's nothing that makes me happier than putting on reruns of like Law and Order, oh my God. and and Blue Bloods, do you believe? Yes. Uh, and just sitting there with like chocolate, uh -huh. you know, that's dinner, of course, yes. dinner. Uh, chocolate and watching reruns of you know the old shows. I, I could I could do that for hours. I that. Yeah, I I, that. That, and that's something people might not know about yeah. me. And and the baking, what what do you like to bake? Ah, uh, cakes and mm -hmm. cookies, lemon tarts. Mm -hmm. I I've, you know, I haven't done it in a while, but actually I'm gearing up to do a a, a special uh, chocolate chip cookie oh. that um the the doormen in my building are are kind of demanding. Oh, wow. So I'm going to be doing that soon. Oh. I yeah, was gonna yeah. say if you ever bake a snickerdoodle, I'm your number one oh, guy. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah. All right, thank you. See, now you learned something. About now me. I learned something about I you, darling. It. All I right. Well, everybody listening, 
I would say come see Julie's show October 3rd, but it's sold out already. It's sold out, and it's sold out in a week. I couldn't believe it. There is a waiting list, and people can call Birdland and um, get on the waiting list and see if you can get in because they do try to get everyone in. It's going to be a rockin' show, so please. uh, and, And I may be adding a second show if we can work it out. It's just that... My Tootsie schedule, my only night yeah. off is Thursday nights. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully you'll get that second show added. And if you can't make it to Julie's show, come see her in Tootsie. She's fantastic. The show is fantastic. It plays at the Mar- Marriott Marquis on 45th Street, right in the heart of New York City. Come see it. We're having a blast. Yeah. A blast. Well, thank you so much. You, You're welcome. Love it. He'll get the dirt and the scoop and the story for he happens to be in the know. Just ask anybody who's had him, had him, lived for the business of show. CallMeAdam.com Thanks for listening. For more Call Me Adam interviews, visit callmeadam.com and follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at callmeadamnyc.